Today's show is sponsored by Wank Marvin. He's lurking in the shadows. Hello, you're listening to The Technical Difficulties. I'm Tom Scott. Joining me in the studio today, he reads books you know, it's Chris Joel. You aren't alleviating my sense of existential dread at all. Built for leisure, not for speed, it's Gary Brannan. I once tried to ride a white swan and it pecked me in the knackers. (laughs) And... And the bounciest man on the internet. Can you get it out, Tom? Because <laughs> I got it out once and I was arrested. He has got it out. What do you think's moving the faders? <laughs> and the bounciest man on the internet, Matt Gray. Hello. <laughs> the way this show this is this has started badly and it's going to go downhill from here. We're at the top of the Mirth Cresta run. This is as good as it gets. If you want highbrow comedy, get out now. Take your children. Save them. The way the show works is simple. I've got a deck of 1984 classic trivia question cards in front of me. I'm going to read the answers, and you guys have to guess the questions. Getting it right gets you a ding, Ooh. A- and particularly good answers get you... Mystery Biscuits! Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. So we start this week with an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Hi, uh... What gathering were we tricked into coming to? <laughs> <laughs> What was I described in my last census form? <laughs> Professional kind of thing. No, it was religious. Religious. <laughs> I, I'll give us some context, for God's yeah. sake. Uh, Dostoevsky. No, well, we're actually looking for what a definition category? here. What's the definition of an idiot? Yep. Is it someone asking that very question? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who does things according only to their own rules, idiomatically? No, it's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, thumbs up doesn't work on the radio, but thank you. Look, we need, a, we need like audio description for some of the gestures, so someone else can just to go, thumbs up. Like that. <laughs> Is that the thumbs up gesture? Hey, it's got to be. Look at that cha-ching action. <laughs> no, um, we are looking for essentially the definition of an idiot here. Doesn't know what the. Hang on, we talking the oldie timey medical definition of idiot? Yeah, certainly the one yeah. that would have been around in '84. <laughs> the very, <laughs> the very definition of the oldie Middle world. Ages. No, we're looking for what are you if your IQ is below 25? A voter for the Conservative Party. Oh! Oh! <laughs> no. We're not, we're not going to introduce a new sound effect here, are we? I've oh, got go too many on. buttons already. Your next question, then. The Zambezi. Um, What's tell- easy? <laughs> Scales of rivers. Zapari, <laughs> Zambidi, Zambidium, Zambezi. What would you find next to the Zamboaspi? <laughs> oh, <laughs> a box of bees. <laughs> oh, we had this on the way to the studio today. We- Look, we can agree that the idea of postal bees, which apparently is a thing, yeah, is you, you funny. Can, you can order several thousand bees to be delivered, but I think you have to be a beekeeper in order to... to- well, how are they going to know? I could just dress up in one of those weird suits and go, cheers, mate, and then post it a to A suit mate. suit? It's a mail order. Why would you bother with the suit, Gary? <laughs> because the postman... If I believe it, the postman will believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but the postman's going to come up and go, now, these are bees. Really, they should go to a beekeeper, not an idiot. And I'll just be stood there in my beekeeping suit and go, cheers, mate, thanks for the bees, tapping my nose through the veil as I will. <laughs> tapping your nose through the veil, worst euphemism for death. <laughs> At which point, I'll take the box of bees, remove my beekeeper's outfit, throw it at someone and, and run hijinks. away. <laughs> yeah. And I, well, I couldn't walk up to someone's letterbox, could I, or someone's house and go knock on the door and go, Parcel of jam for you. you put, put them in a cake box. I hadn't thought of <laughs> taking them around to them. a new neighbour. But you need a very well sealed box, or the bees would get out. I think it's technically called a hive. 
<laughs> I like you interrupted your water drinking just to sardonic <laughs> correct me there. No way a postman is going to carry a hive full of bees around in his bag, is there? <laughs> I've not thought through the practicalities of posting bees. You started it. The Zambezi, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, I don't fucking know. Uh, what's wiggly? <laughs> the Zambezi. Facts. Wiggle. <laughs> We've lost Chris. I've broken him. <laughs> you want to you wanna come in on this, Chris? Just, he'll be back. <laughs> I just enjoyed that. The Thames. Fact. Bends a bit. <laughs> Are we all looking what for... What flows through Kenya and... We're looking for one particular bit of it. Specifically, I'll tell you it's on the, it's on the border of Zimbabwe and Zambia. Wait, Bing. Wait. Victoria Falls. There we go. What river tumbles over Victoria Falls? Isn't that a type of cake? That's Victoria, Victoria sponge. sponge. <laughs> you just kind of cut it open, a load of torrent of water <laughs> dumps out itself. It's a bit moist. <laughs> this is the worst cake ever. I'll tell you, I had wet cake once. I should explain this. <laughs> Euphemism. No, no, the, the Queen's Jubilee this year. Right. I got right. Ba- I got back to London and discovered that a street party had happened and about six people still there with flasks of tea and sort of Union Jack hats and coats on. It's clearly the last patriotic dregs. Because they are British. Yep. And as, as I walk by, oh, hello, would, would you like a bit of cake? So, oh, thank you very much. You know, God save the Queen and all that. Yeah. That cake had clearly been rained on. <laughs> <laughs> Moist. You know when you dunk a biscuit in tea? Yeah. Imagine you've dunked a cake in a glass of water. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyway, that was, yes, what river tumbles over Victoria's foot? Victoria's Falls. <laughs> That's actually is a, that in the Andrew Sisters? <laughs> <laughs> As she gets older, bit of a problem. Oh. Gushing. No, I said intercontinental. <laughs> oh. Your next one then. Ode on a Grecian urn. Young Keats. I'll have that. <laughs> what Keats poem contains the observation beauty is truth and truth is beauty is what I was looking for Yay. also it's time for the old gag yep what's a Grecian urn Gary about three drachma a week <laughs> I've never heard that before <laughs> seriously <laughs> really no and it's brilliant <laughs> if you want the updated version whatever the Germans say they can <laughs> your next one then the back what, the back what, what the what, back what do I lie down on at night what don't cows sleep on? What don't invertebrates have? It's a spine, but, you know, close, close enough. What bit of a horse do I sit on? <laughs> the front. <laughs> Just dangling underneath. That happened to my granddad once. <laughs> Tangled off a horse? No, a donkey. <laughs> he Did went... he dangle off a donkey's dangle? No, I don't know, it wasn't there. It was facing the front, though, so probably not. Oh, no. He was on a donkey on a beach, right? The saddle wasn't well tied on, and it just kind of went <laughs> round like that. <laughs> so he was holding on with his feet in the feet in the stirrups, and that was all that was holding him on. The back, I don't know. Uh, using which part of your body do you play backgammon? Why is he called backgammon? It it's is... got nothing to do with backs or gammon. No, but I have the idea of tattooing a, a backgammon board on someone's back now and playing on, on that. <laughs> backgammon sounds like a description for like a fatty bat, doesn't it? It's got a bit of backgammon going on. Again, yeah. you keep dancing around the answer here, Gary. It's something. To Where do does with... bacon come from? It's something to do with the human back. Where doesn't bacon come from? <laughs> but it's something to do with the skin of the back. Where do you find no nipples? What's the <laughs> Unless you're really unlucky. <laughs> what is the first stage massage of foreplay? 
Okay, no. Attenborough. <laughs> Here he comes with the first aid. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Trying to seduce a lady while Attenborough's in the cupboard narrating and filming it. You laugh. Monkeys have to go through that all the time. <laughs> Is that bloody Attenborough again? How come monkeys... I like an octogenarian in my bedroom while I'm getting it on. But enough about her, the minute. Hey! <laughs> now, for where is human skin the thickest? Really? really? I thought it'd be your hands. Feet. Silly palm your hands or the soles of your feet. The back, according to Trivial Pursuit, which, as we all know, is always true. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit's <laughs> bullshit so far. I'm sorry on that one. The next one we're looking for, the mouse trap. Well, I know the answer to this. What is the longest-running play in the West End of London? Yes. Uh, long, no, I didn't know that. Longest I've never play, heard of that. Longest-running play Christie in, mystery. in the UK. Oh, that, oh I, yeah, I knew she... Uh, 60 years this year. It's been running since 1942. 1952. I can do maths, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Scott, qualified in Maidley Impressions and Maths. <laughs> Maidley and Maths. That could be on your new spotlight card, couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what players recorded more performances than any other in British theatre. I did see the mousetrap once. Yeah? Yeah. Are you going board thing that comes down at the end on a rat <laughs> <laughs> It's a great one. It's actually a musical. <laughs> Watch yeah, the bit of cheese, but I'm hungry. It's like Les Miserables with the big I, set and everything. I, I say I was thinking more like uh, Starlight Express. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? No, I'm wrong. Are we? Sorry. In my own internal monologue, I was about to say, do you know Brian Blessed was in Starlight Express? But no. he wasn't. No, he was in Cats. <laughs> was he? You know, Brian Blessed was in Cats. As what? A cat! It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer. Can't argue with that. <laughs> a dog, would you believe? <laughs> Imagine a cat that could make a noise like Brian Blessed. <laughs> 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 I want that cat. You don't. I want to give it to my neighbours. Not at seven in the morning, you don't. Outside your bedroom door, feed me. <laughs> There's a cat owner. <laughs> Jumping off the top um, shelf going, die! <laughs> Who wants to live forever as he runs across the motorway? <laughs> your next one then, five feet ten. What's the average height of a man? It's a specific man, and how this counts a Name a genetic question. deformity. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. It's how tall is Prince Charles? <laughs> <laughs> Satire. Why is that a question? He's 5'10. <laughs> I'm taller than Prince Charles. Sorry, I, just don't know why, I don't know why I saw that as a personal achievement for some reason. I'm taller than a monarchy. And in the way society works, therefore I am king. Your next one then, the clapper. <laughs> <laughs> what did so, I give her? Superheroes rejected by Marvel. Oh. <laughs> what, can, what can you do, sir? Itch. <laughs> the clappers. The clappers famous slogan: "Fetch me some yogurt." Oh, <laughs> the clapper and the crabman. That's that's 1970s surf rock dance. <laughs> the clapper thing between scenes when you're filming a movie. He's right. No, that's no, a clapper. That's a clapper board. board. That's mm. not what I'm looking for. It's something fairly common. I think we'll all know what it is, but. Oh no, I might. I, I think if I asked you what strikes a bell to make it ring. Damn it, I would have got it right. You would have got it right, but not quite in reverse. In Culture Corner, hence the phrase, going like the clappers. Oh. Uh. Biscuits. I will happily give you a biscuit for that because I did not know that. There you go, you see. Your next one then, Gilbert and Sullivan. Who was not invited to my birthday party? That was vehement. What did they do? <laughs> What haven't they done? <laughs> Ever used a line just once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we're into culture gags now. Um, who, who wrote? Go, go on, you go for one. 
I can't think of anything. You lit them, didn't you? Or something? Did you not do that at uni? Yeah, I did. I didn't paint Stop! it. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> After being doused. I think I built one of their sets, but I don't know what it was for. It was something to do with a ship. Pirates of Penzance. Gary's That's got it the right. I was on about. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly read the wrong question, which was who were England's infamous body snatching singers? <laughs> <laughs> Next one, Gary Carr. How would they get away with a body with all the singing? <laughs> Oh, he's going for a body. He's going for a body. A, a body, body. A body. <laughs> That's fine because the police are just sort of wandering around being incompetent and singing booze. <laughs> I want to see Birkin Hairs Madame a Butterfly. <laughs> Birkin Heads. Birkin Heads Madame and Butterfly. Although well done getting Birkin Hair there, which you didn't actually say at any point. <laughs> I have specific interests. <laughs> Does he not get a ding for that? Woo! Your next one then. Orcs. What do you get next to the knives and spoons? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do a joke missing the first letter of each, but that makes knives, knives. knives and poons. <laughs> knives and poons. <laughs> and poons so it doesn't really. It's that poons boo. And Gary's gone. It's just someone in America now. He's literally just dropping whatever they have instead of a bacon sandwich of the hearing that. Uh, what was so it? I go for the Orcs. actual answer? Orcs, yes. Is it the, it's the thing he's in the Lord of the Rings? Yeah, repulsive warring creatures in the Lord of the Rings. The humans. <laughs> <laughs> the last question then, La Paz. If you've had a stroke, how do you say La Paz? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so take a second just to appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. What do foreigners call the the poppy-uppy sweets with a head on the top of it? Pez. Le Pez. Oh, le Pez. Well, that's what the Queen would call them, surely. If, she, if she's going to the loo, she's going, I'm just going for Le Pez. <laughs> What's the capital of Bolivia? Um, it is, but that's not quite what we're looking for about it. What's the best part of Bolivia? No, we're looking for a fact about La Paz. We're looking, actually looking for a fact about its airport. We're looking for which South American city has the world's something commercial landing field? Longest. Smallest. <laughs> widest. <laughs> girthiest. Highest. There we mm. go. World's is that highest? the one in the mountains where they have to do a... A massive yep. turn and then almost crash to land that every time. That is La Paz, yes. I think they're blowing up half the mountains around there so that the planes don't nearly crash every time they land there. That seems Spoil spot! <laughs> <laughs> think of all the fun these pilots. They're not, they don't have to use autopilot. I can go, wee! Health and safety and Like a kid running fun. around with their yeah. arms left and right. <laughs> Except there's people on your plane, you might die. All right, ding, well, ding. that is about all we've got time for. At the end of that, Matt, congratulations. You are this week's winner. Woohoo! Uh, you win Jeffrey Boycott, which is the board game about protesting a character from Rainbow. So, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> You've murdered me. <laughs> that has been the technical difficulties. I've been Tom Scott. I've been Chris. I've not been Chris. That's Gary. And I'm, I'm always Chris. And that's Matt. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again next time. This is Trivial Pursuit. It knows not of your facts, only of popular opinion. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's a repository of popularly thought facts. It's a suppository that? of popularly thought facts. <laughs> it's a, it's a knowledge that, suppository. <laughs> if you left that in QI, Stephen Fry would catch fire.